Welcome to Street Fight Radio, the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. I am one of your hosts, Brian Quinby, uh, and I'm joined here by my co-host, who usually does this part, Brett Payne. What's up, Brett? Doing well. I had to get the computer running over there and make sure everything was all right. Um, we are down a producer tonight, so if you're in the chat, let me know if you can hear everything all right. Uh, I would appreciate that. We, uh, yeah, we did a little uh, early pre-podcast uh, work, and it's 11 o'clock, so we had we told Jason he didn't have to come in because uh, we weren't going to get started until late anyway, and there was nothing he could really do, you know? That's the kind of guys we are. We just give people their time off, you know? Yeah, it's great. And um, for those of you that are just tuning in for the first time, we are the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. We've been doing it for nine years now, and uh, we're live every Wednesday and Sunday night. If you want to watch us on all the social media platforms, we would appreciate it. Tell your friends. Let people know. Uh, we're... You know, we have a great group of listeners and a great community of people, and honestly, we couldn't do it without everybody that listens and supports the show and tells other people about it. It's been great. Uh, we did, before the show, we watched the Jon Stewart movie Irresistible with Jack and Leslie from Struggle Session Podcast. Yeah, you're going to want to listen to that uh, comment. We watched it and did commentary for it, and they'll have it. Probably both ways, actually. You can watch, they usually will post with our audio and one with the audio of the movie over it. And I gotta say, I would watch the movie because it is fucking stupid and unhinged. <laughs> it's very surprising. Um, not what I expected at all. Uh, I don't know what I was expecting, but uh, it was just so disappointing. It was so, it was the most like milk toast liberal shit that you could have ever imagined. It's like a guy that you think is pretty funny or is pretty cutting guy. You know, this movie is not that. It's very like, it's like a, a, a resistance comedy tweets. It's like a movie written by the people that respond to all of Donald Trump's tweets with the words nasty woman and stuff. Yeah, it's a, it's a Krasenstein's movie, I think. Yes, yes, they would love it. Uh, so, yeah, that's something I would look forward to. It's a real piece of shit of a movie. If, if you can download it, I would do that. I would not pay the $20 for it. Uh, so, yeah, we're here. Uh, I had a panic attack before we recorded. I'm having a two-day... Sort of, this is what happens in 2020 during COVID times. Whenever you have any kind of irritation in your body, you immediately think it's COVID. And there's no amount of like, uh, uh, I just, I spent all day being like, uh, looking over the symptoms and I have none of yeah, them. You're none like, of them. Surely if I check again, it's going to say you have it. Yeah. Yeah. I've none of them. I've checked my temperature. Uh, I have phlegm. Like a phlegmy, like irritation in my chest, which is that's where they say the COVID happens. So I just kind of figured that was when it would happen, you know, and, and I just figured I'm dead. I just uh, that was what I thought. I OK, like, well, this is my, the end. I've reached the end of the line here. I got the COVID, you know. Right. So uh, that's that's what's going on with me. My my panic stuff is uh, uh, 
at a fever pitch, but I, I talk to my therapist tomorrow, so maybe I'll be able to get it down to a reasonable level. Uh, the, the low, anxious hum that I live at most of my life, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. It feels like it's always at the high, very high level to me. Yeah, well, it's the high hum. It's a high hum. It's a high anxiety hum. that I have. It's right. just, I run at a certain level, and then when something happens, it goes up like to, a, like, it's always high, but there is a, there's a different version of high that it goes to where I can't think of anything else except the anxiety. And that's where I've been at today is just like i'm not thinking of anything in the world except for whatever's going on in my body you know right. i hate that i hate having a body i hate all the parts of my body you know yeah they're tough i hate to deal with. i hate having an inside of my body it's the worst feeling so uh that is uh that's where my brain's at. I know people like a nice update of where my brain is and it's in the same bad place it's always in. So, you know, um so there's a lot of mask news right now. We're living in mask times. Yeah. Where we've decided that's what we're going to fight about for the next, you know, 6 months, maybe year. We're going to just fight about that. That's that's the American fight these days, yeah. which is the most infuriating i think of our fights i to me right like this is just something that's like not something you would ever consider that we'd be fighting about you know in my opinion yeah something um, I, that, this feels like a thing that can't be politicized how about if i say it like that yeah it's i mean it's it's you know people have pointed out but it's like seat belts um it's like covering your mouth to cough you know, just like permanently doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not permanently, but you know, be being a little more thorough about covering your mouth when you I call. Mean, how bad are they? I mean, the masks. I will say, I don't like wearing it. It's not something I'm into. I'm not. It's not a joy for me. Sure. To put it on, but it's not that hard. It is not. No, it's not. Uh, 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 it doesn't ruin my day. And they're compl the people complaining aren't aren't going are aren't working forty hours a week. In front of people, no, you know? No, no, yeah. And it's like, we're only really asking you to do it when you're indoors. That's the other side of this thing that's so frustrating. Nobody is saying, wear one at home while you're watching TV. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, that's not what's happening here. We're just saying, if you're going to go indoors, it's a fucking wise decision to wear a mask. It's probably a good idea to wear them outdoors, but nobody's yelling at people for not doing it outdoors. You know, right. Just stay away, socially distance outdoors. And I think you're relatively safe here. Right. You know, no, yeah, it's, but it's fucking holy shit, man. Everybody, this is the fight of our lives. This is the chance for people to get some internet celebrity. They think. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out like, like what was before the mask? What was before COVID? Because COVID felt like a nine 11 almost at the beginning. Okay, because it was like, okay, we all agree this is fucked up, you know, and we got to do something about this. And then we went into lockdown and for two weeks, you know, we were all like, this lockdown's good. We all agreed that we were going to be in the lockdown. Yeah. And there were no friction 
from what I could tell. I mean, there were probably small business owners that were pissed, and there was, like, people losing their paychecks and shit like that, that kind of stuff. But it was all, like, we kind of all agreed that that, that was needed. By two weeks into it, they figured it out, and they were just like, okay, now we have to be mad about this. And we have to be, this has to be something that we yell at each other for. Almost I, to the point where I feel like there's got to be, there's just big money in making us all hate each other. Like, that, yeah, that, like I never thought that. That wasn't like a, my conspiracy belief, you know? It's probably just because you watched the movie Irresistible by Jon Stewart <laughs> that you think that now. <laughs> he opened your eyes. That was the lesson that I learned watching that movie. Was, But it does, doesn't it feel that way? Doesn't it really feel like there has to be something behind the fact that we constantly figure out a reason to hate each other? No yeah, the situation. Yeah, I mean, I, I it's been said before, but you know, the people in power benefit from it. I think both sides, like Democrats, like Republicans, because they can say I'm not a Republican, and Republicans like Democrats because they can say I'm not a Democrat. Well, Republicans, but I like have a, I think a harder battle in that because sure. the Democrats don't feel like a threat. True. <laughs> you know what I <laughs> Do you, I don't think the Republicans even see them as a threat, really. The the ones in power. Maybe okay. the ones like my my father in law thinks AOC is an existential threat to his way of life. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But I think the ones in power just see the Democrats as like, we gotta have a heel. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> I think it was, I mean, honestly, my opinion, it was the peak when they started talking about the peak and they were saying like a lot of people are going to die, but then we did the quarantine thing and the peak wasn't as awful as people thought it was going to be, uh, as promised, you know, people wanted like zombie shit. Yeah. And that's when I think they got frustrated and were like, this isn't even a real thing. And now in Ohio, we have more cases than we per day than we did when the peak was happening. Right. I want to ask you this though. I, this is a good question for me to ask you because I was never a conspiracy minded individual. And I want you to try to take yourself back to 22 year old Brett Payne. Uh huh. And start. How would? How do you think twenty-two-year-old Brett Payne would have dealt with this? Where Where do you think you would have fallen? I just would have been an asshole and been like, "Who cares? Who dies?" I think that's all I can come up with. Is like, "Hey, man, people die. It's part of life. Yeah. You know, that's the great bargain of life. Is you might die from a virus. You'd be I, at bars. I'd probably be at bars. Definitely sure be at bars. You would be if you were in Austin, Texas, this weekend." 22-year-old Brett would have went and seen Vanilla Ice in concert. He did a concert? He's doing one. It's like all the news right now in Austin. Everything, because in Texas, uh, bars close. You have to close a bar. But if you're a restaurant, which means you make 51% of your revenue from food, right. you can stay open. Right. So there is a place that makes 51% of their revenue from food, and they're doing a, a, a Vanilla Ice concert, and then there's a, a Color Me Bad one the next night. They're doing like a whole weekend theme thing, and Vanilla Ice has not canceled as of now. But he's getting herd immunity festival type heat. Right, it, right. You know what I mean? Right. So who? I don't think it's going to happen. But as of right now, if you could get yourself to Austin, Texas... By July 3rd, you could go see Vanilla Ice <laughs> on that day. Yeah, I don't know. It's really hard for me to say. I don't I don't really I really don't know 
Because the data is easy to distrust if you don't know anybody, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're just looking at all this all this data, you're like, this is not real, you know? Nobody I know has it, you know? Well, and also, I, I think that dumb people don't understand that, like, the lockdown prevented the peaks from going as high as they did, which then, because we did the lockdown... There were lower numbers than people expected, and then they took that to mean it was a hoax the whole time. Yeah. And I don't know, like, why that... I don't know. I can't figure out why they're doing that, or, or like, why they don't think about the fact that, like, well, we were all in for a period of time, you know? Right. But, you know, I've, I've found myself even getting to a a more comfortable state of, like... Oh, I'll just, I I mean, we need one thing. I'll just run and go grab it at the grocery store. And I'm like, why am I doing this? Yeah. You know, this isn't the right way to be, you know, but the state is like sending me that signal. This, the, like every, everything is pushing to my wife's back at work, you know? Yeah. Like I just, it's it, hard to feel like a risk when, when nobody else seems to be taking it seriously. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't. Wait, did I tell you about Panera? I went to Panera. No. I walked right the fuck out. We had to go to Westerville to go to go to the specialty used sporting goods store. And we never eat, me and my wife, we always forget to do that. So we get there and we're like, oh my God, we're both so fucking hungry. And like, let's go into this Panera. I was like, I don't think there's many people in there. And we walk in and there's like 25 people in there. Yeah. And none of the people working had on a mask. And nobody yeah. in there had a mask. And I turned around and was like, let's do just like a curbside online order. And then Eric was like, let's just leave. Yeah. How about that? I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. A lot of the people working are not wearing the masks. I went point. to Greek. They're putting them around their neck and stuff like that. Uh, I, you know. If you're working in a kitchen, it probably is terrible. Oh, yeah. Wear that mask. It's very sweaty. Sweat all over your mouth and nose. and Yeah. But I think if you're making the food, you have a, a responsibility, maybe, to do that. It's yeah. like washing your hands after you take a shit or something. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, I'm I'm definitely ready to um I'm ready to to hunker back down. I don't know. I feel like I got too comfortable. Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like I've gotten myself in a in an area where I'm like, you're acting very irresponsibly. Like I'm acting like I feel like I'm acting very irresponsibly. And, yeah. And I wasn't like that for the first for for April, May and March, April and May. I was very responsible. I didn't like go into a store for two weeks at a time. Yeah. You know, and now I'm fucking. I'm going all the fucking time again. My wife is like always like, we need to get this. We need to get that. We need to get this. And it's like, we don't need anything. Just don't forget we don't need anything. Yeah, just remember, we need to stay here. Remember that period where we didn't need anything? Let's go back to that. Yeah. Because it just becomes like a whole thing. But it is hard to stay in. And it's hard for me, especially a person who like when I see other people doing fun stuff to be like, I don't, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You see if you fucking walk by a patio and you see two people enjoying a smoke and a drink and just having a conversation and laughing their heads off. And you're like, I want to be those people. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. So I saw this story earlier in the week. This was a big viral story. Uh, did you see the woman who got denied service at Starbucks? No, I didn't see it. Okay, so she comes in without a mask. Uh, she's pulling the old uh, uh, HIPAA plus ADA. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Which, 
listen, I'm not here to fucking say whether she has some kind of a breathing issue or something like that. That is not, I'm not even guessing and I don't even care, but she came into this, this Starbucks and they were like, we, we ain't fucking serving you. And she threw a fucking tantrum. And that's where, like, I feel like you have to like really think before you do this at this point. Like if, if we're going to walk into a place without a mask, we got to understand that they, that there are are high tensions around the mask and i know we don't want to realize that and like i think for us for people like me and you for people who are fall on the side of pro mask right uh-huh we understand that i don't think that the republican people like quite understand that i don't think that like the the ones that are very anti mask I think they just see it as like, no, that's just a suggestion. It's not the law, and I don't have to do it. So why would anybody care if I don't do it? You know? Yeah, um, I think they're also. Uh, I mean, they're also the whole Republican thing is making everybody do what you do. Yeah. Like they don't understand the idea of pro-choice. Like they're like, oh, I would never have an abortion. It's like, okay. If you let somebody else, you're pro-choice. That's all it takes. Yeah. Like you, you, you can make your own choice. Yeah. This, it's, it's, they have come down to the masks make me, make people feel ashamed and they're demoralizing. Like yeah. I've seen that, like they're trying to demoralize Americans. Psychologically. <laughs> yes. Yeah, psycholo- psychological thing. If you can't see people's faces, then you don't care about them or something. I don't really know. So this Starbucks woman goes in. And uh, uh, I'm going to just read this article from NBC San Diego. A San Diego woman who was denied service at a Starbucks coffee shop for, for refusing to wear a mask says she's received death threats after publicly shaming the barista who refused her on social media. So what she did was she took a video of this guy and she said his name on social media and said he wouldn't serve her because he was wearing a mask. Uh, uh, so a GoFundMe page which is how we do things now. That's the fight. That's the ideological like way that we fight each other now was established for the barista. And uh, which I'm fine with hundred percent fine with the barista getting $80,000. Oh my That's, God. He was up to $80,000 last I checked. He was up to 68,000 when I looked at this article, when I saved this article, but the last I checked, he was at 80 grand. Did he get fired or something? I don't think so. I think they were just like, you're not going to do this public shaming shit. You know what I mean? You know what we fucking do on the left? The same, or on us libs do? The same thing the right wing people do. If somebody tells you you can't have a fucking thing, then we give them a hundred (laughs) grand. Yeah, that is true. It's like a lottery now. (laughs) Something bad happens to you and then you get to get a hundred grand. Just hope it's sensational enough to get a hundred grand and (laughs) you'll have a year or two to wait for it to all die down. Oh, God, three? Uh, If I got a hundred grand, I could not do a podcast for three years. Not true at all. Wait, wait, wait. Well, not the way I spend it. Yeah, I was going to say, there's yeah. no way. And I wouldn't quit doing a podcast. I'd quit my Starbucks job. If I if I got a hundred grand oh, yeah. and I was working at Starbucks, I would fucking quit and focus on my podcast or like launching something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's try to fucking parlay this. She's like, I never threatened him. I just called him out on his actions. I never threatened him and I received death threats. Thousands. It's very upsetting. It's very scary," said Amberlynn Gillis. Thousands of death threats. They all say that, though. That is the other way that this works. The person that didn't get the GoFundMe, 
that was on the bad side of the GoFundMe says they got death threats. And then they get to say, oh, I got death threats. Maybe I should start a GoFundMe. Right. To get a gun to protect myself and my, become like a right-wing icon now. My life has been ruined by this. Yeah. Shortly after being refused service, Gillies posted a photograph of Barisa Lennon Gutierrez on her Facebook page. The post reads, meet Lennon from Starbucks who refused to serve me because I'm not wearing a mask. Next time I will wait for cops and bring a medical exemption, which is... Which, you should have it with you. Which, yeah. You should always have it with you. Yeah. Do you think she got in her car and maybe even is a mat? Oh, no, she's not. Actually, let me finish this. Face coverings are mandatory inside businesses in San Diego County. Public health officials said businesses have the right to refuse service to anyone not complying with the public health order. Medical conditions that would be inhibited by face masks are one of the few exemptions to wearing a mask. Uh, Gillies, 35, has three children and considers herself an anti-vaxxer. She says face masks are ineffective. Right. Which is another thing that annoys the fucking shit out of me because she's saying it's ineffective to protect her. Right, and, right. And we're not saying that that's what they're effective for. We're saying it's they're effective to protect other people. But they can't think in terms of a society of people doing things to protect each other. You know. No, it's all. I mean, they're they are guaranteed by uh, George Washington that their life is the most important life, and they get to live that way. Yeah, I mean, this is an anti-vaxxer too. You know, like just just a person that doesn't that right. will not get with the fucking program. You know, that thinks everybody's a sheeple that does like very simple medical things. <laughs> like, there's a lot of people, and uh, maybe she. I like the ant. So I know some anti-vaxxers, right? And uh, I, I know a couple of them, but they weren't like, it's funny because they were homeschoolers and then they wanted to put their kids in public school because their kids were a pain in the ass and they wanted to get them out of the fucking house six hours a day. <laughs> yeah. And they turned out not to be as anti-vax as they went and got them vaccinated. Which oh. I was like, I kind of, that's a weird position you put me in to judge you in. <laughs> You know so what I, guess, I mean? Yeah, you learned you learned your lesson. <laughs> no, yeah, it's like, well, these vaccines can cause all kinds of problems, but I'm willing to give them to my kid to get them out of my hair for six hours. <laughs> so they got them the vaccines, right? They 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 went ahead and got them the vaccines, but I I I start I started to discover that I think the reason that they're that they're like this is no insurance. Right. Like they were, they didn't. Ha so basically they didn't want to get the insurance for the whole family because you get a bigger paycheck. Right. So the dad had insurance in the family. I knew uh -huh. the dad had insurance through his job, but in order to get it for the whole family, it would cost so much that it would take up a large chunk of yeah. his check because he had a fucking shit ton of kids. Right. You know what I mean? So he just got insurance on himself and nobody else <laughs> had insurance. And they would drink like, and he never goes to the doctor. He ain't going to the fucking doctor because he doesn't want to pay the copays. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, anytime something bad happened to them, I, like, right, the last thing before they started to hate me is I got them into Kratom. And I think that was, like, a huge mistake because they're, like, basically curing all their problems with Kratom and lemongrass and weed now. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm not feeling well. I'll, uh, uh, I'll do weed, I guess. The, the, oh, just so happens the cure for this is weed. Yeah. <laughs> Again. <laughs> So, 
Like, that's what... Sometimes I think anti-vaxxers are people that can't, like, really afford to go to the doctor and don't want to get on Medicaid or sure. anything. And then they're just like, ah, doctors are full of shit anyways, you know? But the San Diego types are usually the rich kind. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. The too much money kind. The Starbucks type. San Diego Starbucks lady that's mad. So uh, this guy gets this money, right? The, uh, the face coverings... So here it is. Gilly's 35. Okay. It starts with coffee, but it ends with digital certificates and forced vaccinations, Gilly said. What? Uh, well, now, digital certificates. Yeah, we're going to need some digital certificates to be able to go to a restaurant. Ah, got it. I think they think we're going to get a chip. It's chip time. You think it's the mark of the beast? It's time for chips. I do think so. I think we're on ramping to Mark of the Beast. They think. Makes sense. I Digital think certificates, right? Bill Gates is a perfect combo. Bill Gates, the Bill Gates conspiracy helps that my case a lot. They could sneak the RFID into the vaccine. Yep. And they could they do the vaccine, they put the chip in us, and then the chip, they'll be like, oh, the chip, all the chip does is say if you've had the vaccine. So that like, but if you go into a building and you don't have the chip, a red light comes on. And then they're like, oh, Damn. now I got to get the chip, dude. That's perfect. Yeah. Makes- but, the, the, but the thing is, like, all they want to, like, I wish they would understand that the only freedom that they really want is to go to Applebee's. And if you just get the chip, they'll let you into the Applebee's. That would get him to go. <laughs> that would get him in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all the freedom to to a lot of these people seems to revolve around just where you go shopping. Chain, and where chain you restaurants, yeah. Eat. You know, it's like, I just want to be able to go to fucking Lowe's, okay? And it's like, well, get the chip and you can go to Lowe's. That's what they're terrified of. I would let them, I'm going to tell you right now. Don't say it. For a vaccine, I would let them not only put a chip in me, but I'd let them wire it to my bank account. So that I could buy stuff with the chip. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my wave God. my hand over the machine and it's like, oh, that's how much money you have. I would let them do it. I really would. That's the mark of the beast, dude. I might even let them like listen to my conversations because I don't really say anything illegal. They're already doing that. Right. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't have good OPSEC. So I, I am just like, fuck it, dude. If you got a vaccine, uh, just give it to me. And by the way, before you give that to me, give me also an opiate of the masses. I need one of those, (laughs) an actual pill. Yeah. You know, so he raises all this money. Right. And uh, she's like, um, she's not making any public comments, but she's posted a video. He's posted a video on his Facebook page explaining what happened. the, The barista. And he says he asked Gillies if she had a face mask to which the customer responded that she didn't need one. Before I could say anything, she flipped me off and said, I don't need one. And she started cursing up a storm. I believe him. A hundred percent believe him here. She started calling people sheep and she left within a few minutes, came back and she asked for my name and took a photo, said Gutierrez on video. He also thanks donors and he said that he'll use the money to fulfill his dream of becoming a dancer. All right. That's great. I love that. That's a come up. Yeah. I wish we could all do that. That's like kind of the society I'm trying to build. Here, yeah. You know? For her part, Gillies, who started the incident with her post, says she wants some of the money and is threatening to sue the page creator for defamation and yeah. slander. <laughs> That's some. Hey, we work together on this. <laughs> we created this commotion together. Cut me in. 
<laughs> While physical distancing is considered the most effective way to slow the virus uh, spread, research has underscored the protection that wearing face coverings also offers. And uh, it just it explains the mask. But she's trying to get some cash. She wants to split the money with the guy. She's like, you got 80 grand because I was evil to you. Right. Okay. And I call kind of my money. She. I feel like you should give me 60 grand. She's and doing the old I bought you the lottery ticket oh, gimmick. That's the scumbaggest move in the world, too, man. I bought you the lot. She is doing that. I never think about that gimmick, and then you bring it up, and now I'm just sitting here like, that is the fucking lowest form of human, you know? Oh, yeah. Is I bought you the lottery ticket person. But I want to say this. If I bought you the lottery ticket and you didn't give me some money, I'd be kind of, you know, like, fuck you, too. You know what I mean? As the winner? Yeah, guess so. Wouldn't you? Um, I don't know. If somebody won $40 million in the lottery, yeah. you bought the ticket and gave it to them, and they didn't give you a hundred grand or something. Yeah, that would be disrespectful. Yeah, it's just like, come on, you know? And also, yeah, I used up my luck. Yeah. And when Sam Knight won the lottery in the car when we were doing a Hellfire tour, he fucking offered to give us all money. He was like, he, we gave him a fake scratch off card and he fucking thought he won Sam Knight from District Sentinel Radio. And he was telling us all how he was going to give us a thousand dollars. He's like, I'm going to split this up with everybody in the van and all this stuff. Yeah. And it's like, so he's a good person, you know? He's not like this lady who, who wants $40,000 of the guy's 80 grand, which he's going to use to become a dancer. We, we've decided to make his dream of becoming a dancer come true. That's, I mean, that's enough to get started. I mean, I'll let you know, find out whether you got it or not. Can we set something up like this? You want to like go yell at a Starbucks employee to get them their dream job? I, well, now that is a fucking plan that I hadn't thought of. I was just thinking of me and you staging something and then getting paid. Then one of us starting to go fund me and split the money. You know what I mean? Like we'll be out on the street. I'm not wearing a mask. You are. You can start fucking yelling at me. And then I will put the GoFundMe up for right wing people. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you will make another version of the video where I yell at you for wearing a mask. And then you'll put it up for the liberal people. Got it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. And we'll fucking double the fucking money. All right. right. There. That's how we grand. do it. Perfect. That's, what, that's the going rate now for getting publicly humiliated. I don't think he even got humiliated either. I think that's what I like about this story is that she not only did she get humiliated, but he also got the money, which is yeah. like she's just double humiliated. So uh, that's the Starbucks lady. Yeah. I also saw a uh, uh, just another quick restaurant story that I saw that I, I, I got a kick out of is there is a place called the Fish Market in Clinton, Maryland. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, I will read, and this is a post on Facebook uh, by somebody, uh, by apparently the person who was part of this incident. The fish market, a white owned establishment, has been our neighborhood cheers bar for over 20 years. They're saying cheers like the show. Yeah. Cheers, right? Over 90% of their patrons are black. At this moment in our nation's racial unrest, inequality, and injustice, this guy was told by the owner of the fish market that he could not wear his I Can't Breathe t-shirt into their establishment. 
I guess maybe only our black dollars matter. Oh, they let him in after some black employees encouraged it. And then it was like a black. So they, they put this review and they tagged the place. Right. Yeah. And uh, somebody, Anthony wrote this. Got it. Anthony, the guy, I think it was just the guy that, well, it was probably a friend of the guy that they weren't going to let in. So here is the wife. Of the guy that owns the place. I gotta look away because I saw like three words that are insane. I am the other owner of the fish market. I am married to the man who did this last night. To say that I am shocked and embarrassed by his behavior is an understatement. He is bipolar and was drinking heavily all day yesterday, which triggers manic behavior. I make no excuses for him. Okay, what was all that? Yeah, that was, those were excuses. All I can say is that his behavior in no way reflects the feeling and the culture of the fish market management staff and myself. We have appreciated the support and patronage of this community for many years, and we don't take that for granted. My son talked for a while with the gentleman that wore the shirt. He came in and stayed the rest of the night. I will be speaking with him myself this afternoon. My family is taking steps today to get my husband the help he needs. We apologize to any and all that were hurt by this behavior. I don't know that there's anything else I can do right now, but if you have suggestions, I will welcome them. That is a good apology for a bad situation. I give that apology 8 out of 10. Okay. Less excuses. Okay. You know, but I think you do have to make a few excuses. You do. You have to explain it. It's like, well, he's just, it's bipolar. It's like one minute he's like an ally, then he's racist. Like, it just goes back and forth between those two poles. He's drinking. He's, it's just a, it was a sick moment. Rick Giovanni, the husband, the owner. Oh, no. <laughs> he posts, because my wife found it necessary to stab me in the back and throw me under the bus, it's with great sadness that I announce Sherry and I are no longer man and wife, business partners, or friends. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he wanted to stick to his racism. I just <laughs> throw that out there, a little small business tyrant story that is like, I don't know exactly it just when she's trying to put out a fire. I know, guys. She she knows he's racist. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, and she knows she, deep down in her heart that he's a racist man. Right. And she's playing cover. She's probably she's played cover your ass the whole his whole life or however long they've been together. Yeah. And uh, this is unacceptable now. Yeah. I mean, I I would do the same. I I don't. I I think. I would probably have reacted the same way she did with, with that almost exact kind of apology. Right. But like, I, I, I don't know about the husband's side of this because, you know, I can't take a wife's side, you know, that's not, I'm a husband. I don't take wife's side. What? You know, I take only husband's side. Yeah, that's that would be. He's a racist guy. Yeah, that's trouble. I can't take the husband's side Mm -hmm. in this situation. But I also would be like, come on, you don't have to like. (laughs) You could have said something else about me. I don't know. She wasn't that bad. She actually gave the fucking guy an out, you know? Yeah. uh, And I mean, most, a lot of people that own bars are fucking drunks. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, you've watched Bar Rescue. Right, right. It's like most people that own a fucking bar just want to sit at the bar and get drunk. That's like what it is. Yeah, that's why you open a bar. That's why I would open a bar. It's like, why would you open a bar for a place to hang out? 
It's yours. Racist guy in a black neighborhood just can't even keep it to himself. Like, can't even just be an undercover. He can't go home and, like, be racist to his wife. He has to do it in public. And then he... I think we all... Again, her her explanation was all face-saving. It's to save the business. Yeah. You know? But, like, this guy... I feel like I know this guy now, and he's an enormous asshole. Like, sure. he's just the kind of guy that is an evil, enormous asshole that I've been around all my life. I've found people that are like, I'm, I ain't apologizing for this. He's my father-in-law. Is what he is, yeah, yeah. You know? Just doesn't apologize for his shit. Joe Biden. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, my, my in-laws are posting a lot of memes. Like, the meme level. Just out through just the roof. through the roof right now. Election season. Yeah, uh, the Biden signs around the corner are insane. There's yeah. so many around the corner now that they're they're Biden. Yeah, people? yeah. My, There's Black Lives Matter and Biden signs like that's, all down the road. That's encouraging a little bit, I think, in a way. But you know, obviously, you don't want Joe Biden. But you know, you know what I mean. Uh, uh, people's hearts in the right place. I think is what it makes. Yeah, me think. you're right. It's like ah, your heart's in the right place. My my uh my father-in-law is 100 percent sure that Columbus is now a city run by Black Lives Matter and Antifa. So he is yelling at his grandkids yeah. on on Facebook for uh, uh, being Antifa and it, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, Columbus took down two Columbus statues this week. Yeah, but I mean that doesn't. That's like a really symbolic thing. What else did we get? out of this deal. Oh, no, I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't mean that to say that's, yeah. like, the, the evidence. is just... Well, no, it's just funny, because... Things I like, are happening. I like to... I, I, I was thinking as he's saying, like, Black Lives Matter and Antifa are running the town, I was like, we didn't, like, get a single thing out of this. Like, they didn't give us anything. They removed two statues, yeah, and then they told us to fuck off and sprayed more tear gas at us until we all went home. <laughs> yeah, and they're still fighting with the budget stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, but my 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 mother-in-law was like posted a meme this week that fucking got me good. There's a white hand shaking a black hand. Uh-huh. And said I back the blue. Oh. But like a, but I'm also not racist. It said that? <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh I back the blue, but I'm also against racism. <laughs> and it's like, well, I mean, right. That's uh, Okay. <laughs> you don't get to make it up here. I back the blue and stand against racism. In case you were wondering, yes, you can do both. And actually, the hands aren't shaking. It's two hands doing a fist bump, like in Rocky. Yeah, the end of Rocky you know? when they punch. <laughs> yeah, when they punch and there's an explosion. But it's behind, It's there's a Blue Lives Matter flag behind it. And it just, I saw it and I was just like, I mean. It's an impossibility. racist, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, just. Listen, why don't you just say I back the blue and I'm racist? I'm also like racist. You know what I mean? I, cause that's, you back the blue because you're racist. That's why you're backing the blue. Right. That's the reason to back the blue. Yeah. Racism. So, Brett's got some stuff, some COVID stuff. I know I make COVID stuff. Can I read this meme? That uh, a wrestler posted about COVID real quick? Yeah, I don't want to do a COVID podcast. All right, go ahead. Then do, do the next thing. That's fine. Uh, I have a good one for you that's kind of related to your first story there. Okay. Um, So this is from Chilldozer on Twitter, and I want you to see this. This is the 5G BioShield. 
Oh, where can I get some? Well, I want you to look at the prices. That's seven ninety nine ninety nine for for three of them. Yes, and those are pounds. I yes, believe, or lira individually. I think that's a pound. But pounds are more expensive than dollars, right? Like yeah. dollars are more. I mean, dollars are more expensive than pounds. Right? Yeah, we're talking so three hundred three hundred fifty American dollars for the proprietary holographic nano layer technology BioShield USB key. Where do you put it? You plug it into your computer, and it powers. Well, you got. Some, I, have, I have some answers for you. Okay, because I, I need to know. Here's my question. Is this assuming that you're carrying your computer everywhere you go <laughs> to get away from the 5G? Because that's what it feels like. It's, it's saying you plug it into your goddamn computer and then the 5G doesn't get you. But the 5G can get on your phone, too. You know? Oh. The 5G can get anywhere. I know. It's, I'm very soy because of the 5G. <laughs> Yeah, this is so bad. But, um, <laughs> but this is funny. I yeah. like this. These, I mean, you know. Here we go. Breakthrough quantum holographic nano layer catalyzer <laughs> technology. <laughs> the new 5G BioShield is a result of the most advanced technology currently available for balancing and prevention of the devastating effects caused by non-natural electric, electric waves, particularly but not limited to 5G for all biological life forms. Okay. So is it... A talisman that you put in your pocket is this, is that like what we're getting at? Like it, it feels like it, this is a talisman. Like when I first saw it and I looked at it, I was like, "This is a jump drive," which that's what it is. It's a, it's yeah, it's, it's just a yeah, it's a USB drive. Somebody had a bunch of USB drives. They bought a thousand of them like ten years ago, and they're like, "Fuck, what do we do with these things?" Can I see the picture it's, one more time? Let me let, let me explain I, to you what it does one more time. The, well, let it, me it, see the picture because I want to see the insignia. Is what I want to see. Ah, uh, where's that? If there, because there was like an insignia on it. It looks like um, it honestly looks like a Burberry's insignia. It's like a guy. It's like a a, a knight. Not a knight, a Spartan. He has like a, a like a furry mohawk helmet. He's riding a horse that is in a, holding a spear. These are left over from uh, uh, these these things are absolutely left over from like the three hundred movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were like a promotional thing for the movie three hundred. <laughs> it says it balanced the imbalanced electric oscillations arising from all electric fog induced by all devices such as laptops, cordless phones, WLAN, tablets, etc. The 5G BioShield brings balance into the field at the atomic and cellular level, restoring balance effects to all harmful ionized and non-ionized hmm. radiation, both. was worried about the, the ionized kind. I mean, you have to get it all. Some people are just focusing on the, the ionized stuff, but who knows? This is wild. So I, it's it's. I mean, it fields of. I mean, all it says is just balancing revitalization, geobiological, just over and over again. Does it have instructions for use at all? Like, I feel like you have to tell people how to use it in the ad. You know. Yeah, I mean, they're just like. I mean, obviously, you just plug it in. 
Do what is the thing? Like, do you put it in it's, your house? Do you get your charging block and just plug it into that, and it puts a bio shield over your whole house? Yes, the active field effect of the 5G bio shield, bio shield is minimum of 40 meters in diameter in charge. Wait, what? This is like 40 so, meters, though. That's pretty big. Whereby all disturbances, both electric and geobiological, are converted into balanced fields. That's when funny. not plugged in, the 5G BioShield provides an active field effect of permanent protective plasmic shield within the sphere of minimum 8 meters in diameter. So 2 meters I know is 6 feet. Yeah. Because I heard that on a Canadian podcast talking about uh, uh, social distancing. I think 2 yards is 6 feet. <laughs> no, they said 2 meters on the show, right? What What is 2 meters in feet? I swear. You might, might be right. right. You might be right. I don't. I just think it was six point five. So it's six. So it's two meters, right? So he said this covers forty meters. Yes. Okay. So when it's plugged in, you're getting a hundred and thirty-one feet diameter. Okay. It's, when I, you're walking around, you've got a twenty-six foot diameter of protection from five G. So I don't have a good brain for these measurements, but I feel like twenty-six feet in diameter around you is like a large space <laughs> for that to be like you're you're infringing on other people's rights to 5g geobiological <laughs> right like you're what helping if i want the 5g you're helping them out well yeah this these is, are people that won't wear a mask as a result balanced <laughs> frequencies created by the key are not only affecting the users as and where required but all other life forms around them as well it's like your dog and stuff your dog won't get 5g radiation yeah. well your i mean 5g caused coronavirus i think how many of these can they sell uh i mean One's enough. One's enough. You sell a 99 cent USB stick for 300. Like, that's enough for me. It's really cool, man, because it's like, it's nothing. It is is nothing. It might not even have storage on it, dude. It might just be a shell. Yeah, I mean, and it's so, like, why does it, like, it works without power, but it's a powered device. I, I also, yeah, it's a talisman. It is a talisman. It is like a, it's like when a knight would get a necklace that was able to like build a force field around him back in like a sword and sorcery book or something. It's very weird because like I would simply and this is why your concept makes more sense to me and that it's just somebody that bought a whole bunch of of <laughs> jump drives and needed to repurposed them and figured out a way to get a bunch of money out of them because those things are worth less than nothing. Oh, yeah. Because everybody has 75 of them in their house. I remember, like, I get emails all the time. I remember when they would be, like, $75 for, like, a one-gig stick or something, you know? And somebody thought they were making a wise investment, and they bought, like, a a thousand of them, and they were like, I'll just, I'll fucking sell them for five bucks a piece. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that's, and then nobody wanted them, and they were like, shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I don't even know a thousand people. <laughs> I would have had to sell 500 of them to one person. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, because you wouldn't make it a USB drive, I guess, if you no. weren't going to have to plug it into anything. You know? I, I, like, I would rather have something, you know, that little nerd belt thing for bugs? That they sell every summer for people hanging outside. You can put like a 
thing on your belt with a little fan on it, and it's supposed to keep the bugs away from you. Yes, like citronella or something smell. Yeah, some listener's going to be like, I wear those, and they actually work. And I'm not saying they don't work. I'm saying they're nerd things. Right. But I would rather have something like that to keep the 5G away from me. Okay. Like something that was like a thing that I've never seen before. Right. You know? I would be, yeah, you're right. (laughs) You could take like a digital timer for the kitchen and put it on a belt and that would look more believable. (laughs) That's the thing. Something that I like, if, if it's actively doing, if it's actively cleansing the air of 5G, I feel like it needs power. I don't. Or well, like you said, just like something. It just, it just like look like something. Yeah, it looked like something else. Yeah, I mean, if you hooked up something that took the energy from your body and powered like a little light, people would fucking believe that that was keeping five G away <laughs> from them. I can guarantee you, dude, that they if you put okay, so you put like a pedometer thing, right? That just has red up to green lights, like a meter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And as you move around, the thing goes up to green. And once it's at green, you've powered it enough so that then it's keeping the 5G away from you. And it's using biopower. Like a kinetic motion. Yeah. Yeah. It's using like biopower, which is actually like safer. Also, like if you're trying to make money, (laughs) a little indicator light. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, imagine going to the park and they're like, oh, my God, this place is soaked in 5G. I got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'd feel like you saved your life, right? You could almost give somebody a compass and just repaint the numbers on it so that the fucking thing is just <laughs> flipping out yeah. and going around. Yeah. And, like, sometimes you'll go somewhere and there's, like, no 5G. And sometimes, like, if you're going north, there's a <laughs> bunch of 5G. <laughs> Just like my meter's reading off the hook, and it's just because you're walking north. Yeah. That's a, I mean, that's a, I mean, I just came up with two better ideas than I just had a few extra things in my house. Also, I want to say this before you go into it. I think you could sell a shirt that did this, that didn't have anything in it. I was going the same route because I'm thinking to myself, I guess if you like, if you just said, hey, here, it solves 5Gs, it's $5. People are like, that's not going to work. It's only $5. When you show up and you're like, this is an investment in your ionic and non-ionic <laughs> exposure, okay? Yeah. Um, but I also think that if you went the $60 route, I think you could get a gangload of them sold. So that's with my shorts, right? The 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 uh, shorts I'm wearing this year. Uh-huh. They are uh, uh, they're Lululemon shorts, and they have silver thread, some kind of thread in them, right? Yeah, it's supposed to do something antimicrobial. Sure, silver thread. I don't like know that to be true. I can't see that thread. I don't even know if I believe. I'm not wearing them right now. I'm wearing Uniqlo ones, but I don't believe I don't, they don't even like, they don't even have to put the silver thread in them for me to just be like, well, they say there's some silver thread in here. I guess like that does something. I don't really know. Yeah. You know, I bought them cause they were like comfortable, but like they can tell you anything is in this thing. And if you put, if you put that on a tag, and you say, hey, you know, I'm selling you this T-shirt. It's not only stylish, but it's also lined with a micro 
mesh. copper mesh. Mesh. Yes. That keeps 5G out. And not only that, but it builds a 26 meter force field from 5G around you. So wherever you go, if you're wearing this shirt, and here's why the shirt idea is better than the jump drive idea. Unless I got this other thing in my mind. The shirt idea is better because you can sell seven of them. Because motherfuckers go oh. for every day of the week, you know that's you sell a shirt. You can sell packs. You're right. Yes. You can sell a five pack or a yeah. six pack. Yes, and and for this thing, there's nothing on it to tell you when it's running out. You know what I mean? You want these to run out. What do you mean? If you're like a person who's trying to, if they're this kind of scammer. You want these to have some sort of thing in them that runs out and reduces the uh, effectiveness after like six months. That's like true. After six months, this thing, it just, it dies. Yeah. You, you, get, you get an email that says, hey, have you noticed your brain feels fried recently? <laughs> it's, time to re- it's time to re-up your 5G. Yeah. Yeah. So th- that is true. Grindcore enthusiast asks, um, are they just trying to get 4G? Like what G? Is, they just want to stay I, at 4G? I guess. I like LTE more. I tend to be happier when I'm on LTE. I think that's 5G, isn't it? <laughs> no. Uh, is it? No. I think LTE is a different thing. It's not a G at all. You know? 5G's new. You're right. That's why they're flipping their lids about it. They're freaked about the 5G. LTE is 4G. Yeah, so LTE is 4G, which is uh, my preference, actually. Um, 3G. So the 5G, and this has been going on for like a year or two, because we almost, like, we had an opportunity to have a sponsor for 5G underwear. But we didn't take it because we didn't want sponsors on the show. But we did oh my. consider taking it because we thought it was funny. I should go back. I'm going to do that now. We should get that money. <laughs> I, I forgot know. all about that. Yeah. 5G underwear. Like, this was, that was two years ago, probably. Maybe early last year. Are you sure it wasn't RFID underwear? No, that was, that was 5G. Was 5G Remember, you got a hold of me and you were like, these are 5G underwear. RFID you want because wallets i'm looking for a wallet yes right now yes and they're all like it'll keep all that rfid out of this and i'm like i don't even know if like well, why i should care about them no they yes the, the rfid blocking wallets they sell them on like qvc just tons of them and uh they basically the idea is that some hacker is going to walk by you uh and swipe your wallet and steal all of your card information Kind of what they said that old man in Buffalo was doing to the cops. They they think that they believe that everybody has like this secret spy stuff that yeah. they can just go and take everything from you. You know, you know. Speaking of that, because that is like a real cop way to think. You know what yeah. I mean? That you would that some guy would have a because they don't know anything about technology. I actually saw this that a mayor of Chicago was giving us like some kind. She was explaining why they're doing police sweeps. Because they're sweeping the neighborhoods now because, obviously, they're getting revenge. On Get backs. Black people. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, she said, no, you know, we have to. They're stealing our kids away from us. You know, a kid can go out on a street corner and make 50, thirty dollars to $50,000 a week just selling drugs. Uh- Oh, but they stay in those neighborhoods and <laughs> yeah. live with their fam- with the extended family. Yeah. They're like, if the cops don't go and arrest people... Then these kids are going to obviously choose the thirty to fifty thousand dollars a week job, I, and it's like I'll man, trade jobs. I, I mean, too. yeah, I mean, I, I've any, yeah. 
Somebody did the math. It's like $8 million a year. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's so horrible. What a horrible person. I know. And it's just such a funny thing to say that like... You said Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. They're like July 4th. They're like, oh, it's going to get really bad. So we have to... We really have to uh, to bust some heads now. Yeah. And so 30 to... And it's revenge. It's all revenge. But anyway, yeah, the 5G thing and, and, and worrying about hackers. I mean, it's really easy to rip boomers off. And probably a good portion of Gen X by saying that hackers are going to fuck you up. Like, it, hackers really are a scammer's best friend. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because nobody knows what they are or what they do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And most of the time, it's like just to get free. It's like getting a free Grubhub order for $60. Exactly. Exactly. Most of it is just like really low level kind of stuff. I mean, some people probably sure there's you know, full identity theft stuff and then do identity theft, but I'm just saying that like, it's not, it's not some creep on the street with like a, a, a like a wristband that has like a keyboard on it that he pulls up <laughs> when you walk by and he starts typing on it and he gets all your credit card and your social security number and then buys a car with it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> That's not like what it is. And, and like, uh, uh, the 5G stuff has been very fun to watch because it's, it's just it's chemtrails. It's the new chemtrails. It's new chemtrails, and it, but it's frustrating. It's also one of these things where like they focused on something, but they've chosen such a horribly uninformed position. Where I have read plenty of articles. We there was articles coming out about 5G disrupting like weather systems and like all these other all these other issues that could come from it, but none of them were about turning us into mutants or anything like that or whatever they think is going to happen. I mean, I do. What do they think it is? Brainwashing? Is that what it is? I think it's anxiety sort of thing. Like brainwashing <laughs> slash. No, like, I mean, do they think the 5G is brainwashed? What's the effects of 5G? I'm saying that like it causes oh, okay. people to be like little more docile. It's like you know? fluoride in the water. Yeah. It tosses out a little bit of anxiety and, and like all this stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to find it. See, I can't ask Google because Google is like, oh, it's great. Yeah. Google's in <laughs> cahoots. <laughs> Love 5G. Go to DuckDuckGo. They'll give you the real information. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go to DuckDuckGo and look up 5G. I don't think that's <laughs> even going to work. What are you trying to look up? What's the, tr the truth about 5G? Yeah. Of course I am. Chat. What is What are your relatives saying? Somebody send us. Radiation. It's radiation. Yeah. Wow. Uh, there's pictures of all those, like, palm trees that caught on fire or something. Was that from 5G? Yeah, they claimed it was. Setting trees the on fire. government did? No, no, no. The crazies. Oh, cool, man. I'm looking it up. I Because uh, I'm, I'm real curious. It, so it lights trees on fire. And uh, what else does it do? Like, okay, here we are. And also, like you said, scamming boomers and stuff, like, I think I'm going to get, we're going to get there eventually where like, I'm at the age now where I don't pay attention to stuff. And then like, I see a new phone and I'm like, that fucking thing folds in half. We're, we're at phones holding and folding in half already. I, like I had though. no fucking idea. I uh, want one of those. Every time I hear about those, I get excited about them. But now, but like, so I think they're just the, the delay gets longer and longer until they're like. Oh yeah, people are just going to kids are just going to Walmart with key fobs and stealing everybody's information. You're like, oh my god, yeah, I'm out of touch. I didn't know I was that out of touch. <laughs> Which it is like it's one of those like Law and Order is to blame for this. They find one story and then they make an episode out of it. 
And then people think that's news because law they and think order it's happening from the headlines. Yeah, they think it's happening everywhere. They think that law and order is reporting on trends instead of the one time a group of kids took a machine gun and uh, hung it from the ceiling and played a fucking game with it. <laughs> wow, that's now that's an episode. I saw that episode. Oh, there is one. They pulled the trigger on a gun. A kid died. They were like, "Who shot the kid?" And everybody's like, "Nobody shot the kid." They're like, how is that possible? So then they go in the middle of this room and they've got the red laser strings coming, and they figure out that they took a gun held somehow loaded hold the trigger down and let it spin in the room and they all like ran and were like dodging the bullets for fun <laughs> and socks in the chat has seen that episode yeah i've never heard of that one uh so it was a sex dare says rachel our our youth correspondent rachel a, a sex dare yeah to do okay well i like it okay all right uh uh so it says uh, someone had set the newly installed tower ablaze. They lit a tower on fire in, in the United Kingdom. Uh, people who have consumed disinformation spread on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter by celebrities, other users, and even pro-Kremlin Russian channel RT. Oh, which God. Is like, Why are you always going to the Kremlin? We know, I've been to RT. We know people that work for I know. Them. We actually, like, stood in RT at one point. We did, our, we did our broadcast from Trump's inauguration on January 20th from the Kremlin-sponsored RT Studios. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty sucky place. It was a little office. Yeah. Kind of crummy. It was your normal um, startup office where people get to, like, don't have to wear ties or something. Let's see. Oh, RT did a YouTube thing about 5G. Oh, and now when you go to the RT YouTube page, it says RT is funded in whole or in part by the Russian government. What? (laughs) It says it right underneath it. So, uh, uh, it's, they said it causes COVID-19. And oh, that's what it was too. Why did I forget that? What? That they, that they were posting all those maps of where 5G had been launched and where the biggest COVID spikes were at. That's tight. That's, I mean, if it caused COVID-19, I'm really, really pissed. Oh yeah. At. Take the phone, but take this. Take the internet speed yeah, back. We'll, we can have LTE. Yeah, I, you took me off the fucking road so you could have faster phone shit. You know? No, thank you. So, uh, uh, <laughs> all right. I don't have any more. I don't think it's all bad boss stuff now. Okay, well that's Sunday stuff. But uh, uh I mean, I, I got three write-ins though. You got three. Go for it. Let's get. You want to read some? I have. A, I have. I'll. I'll check the other ones, but uh. We got time. You got to see this. You're going to love this. It is a job advertisement on Indeed.com. Oh, cool. I love Indeed. Yeah. I look at Indeed a lot to get stuff. Oh, yeah. there's a. It's it's the wide open west for small business tyrants over there. You know what's another one? And I need to get a... We need to get a Street Fight subscription to it, but Glassdoor is a website that we should have a subscription to for the show. This is kind of long, but it's mostly benefits. I will just get the good juicy details here. Now, um, oh, I don't know how to, I'm trying to figure out how to pace this properly because it's like a very nightmare scenario. So I'm going to wait till the end to give you the, the punchline here. Um, but this, this is a job app, a job posting for a mentee to the chief executive officer. Oh, a mentee? Yeah. Wait, wait. 
That means, so this guy is like, I want to mentor somebody. Just, yeah, woke up. in his mind that he needs to do He's, it. he's, he's listening like, to all the success win podcasts, and they're like, you know, a big part of being successful in business is finding a mentor. And instead of him getting a mentor, he was like, I should mentor somebody. I get like that sometimes, though. Like, I get this weird thing where, like, sometimes I'll, like, really start to think highly of myself out of nowhere and i'll be like you know what i'm gonna help this motherfucker out yeah you know? yeah and then like after a while i'm like yeah what do i know about anything like i at least before i put the ad out i i'm like what do i know about anything you know yeah <laughs> i got lucky as shit um yeah i mean that, that's what all this is the guy's an investor which it, that is another so lucky. that's lucky that's the luckiest person that's a, as just as lucky of a person job as my job all right so um okay black bull capital partners in cincinnati ohio fifty thousand to seventy five thousand a year to be a mentee to be a mentee i might do that not bad yeah. you have to give up on all your your principles um yeah that's true that's true. It says there's co- commission as well, which is not bad, but here we go. Do you want the opportunity to create change? This may be your opportunity to work side by side with the chief executive officer of an innovative, aggressive financial services firm dedicated to changing the financial services industry. So he copied that from another financial firm. (laughs) They all say that. We focus on creating incredible opportunities for aspiring financial advisors. And this elite group of advisors will be mentored by senior leadership to eventually assume leadership positions and fuel our future growth. Selected candidates will undergo rigorous training and have daily mentoring sessions with the chief executive and leading advisors as they learn the fundamentals of building a thriving financial services practice within the umbrella of a rapidly growing, well-respected brand. Rapidly growing, well-respected brand, Black Bull Capital Partners has 229 likes on Facebook. It's rapidly growing. It's rapid. Hey, we had zero last year. (laughs) Exactly, yes. I mean, the thing is, this job is, so he said it's paying 75K a year. 50 to 75. Nightmare job. This is a fucking nightmare. First of all, it's 50. And, if it says fifty to seventy-five thousand a year. It's fifty. And first of all, it's fifty if you hit the right metrics. Yeah, yeah. It's and not- also, you have to wonder: isn't there? There's nobody in the office that can be mentored. Because this feels to me like it's just a job application. Like this feels like he's looking for you to buy, be a financial advisor, but is pitching it as like an opportunity to be next to this guy's big brain. Yeah, 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 exactly. Here's bad news too. June okay. 23rd, uh, 31 applicants in the past week, but I'm still looking for the absolute best of the best to join a team to work directly with me. 31 people. You couldn't find one financial advisor. No, no. It's because he's fucking crazy. This this is a person who people met. Like, they went in for an interview, and they met him, and they were like, I can't work with this guy. Oh, yeah. You know? It was very he's like, he's like I'm, I'm, I'm tired of all these people who think they know more than me. I just need to be able to train someone how I do things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, here's the long list of things they want from you. Well, it's not actually that okay. long. Just yeah. the very vague things. Okay. 
Black Bull Capital Partners welcomes applicants from a variety of backgrounds, including military veterans, newcomers, and experienced financial services professionals, and recent college graduates. Okay. Our most effective financials are, financial advisors are. Now, wait, are, are we a financial advisor or are we a mentee? I don't, I'm not going to do financial advising. I'm going to learn from the best. Yeah. Yeah. I want to learn how to be CEO. I don't want to learn how to be the fucking employee. <laughs> That's what you're learning though. You're signing on to be a mentee. You're not signing on for a job as a fight. Cause like, I think that's what it is. This person's like, I just want to, you know what, man, I want to give this little bird wings and, and, and nurture it and let it fly on its own and it can start its own financial firm, you know, then I don't have to worry about 401ks and shit like that and benefits, you know? Yeah. Well, I guess there's benefits. So I'm, I'll wrap it up here. There's a whole, li- there's a list of uh, our most effective people. I thought this was funny. This one, it says, uh, Trustworthy, ethical, and resilient. And now ethical in finance means just whatever is legal. And that's how they got away with all that's those robo-signed, robo-signed mortgages and shit. Yes. That's so true. there's no ethics in this thing at all. No, not in not in that kind of shit. Not in finance. I mean, I mean it's got a good benefits, too. It really sounds like the best opportunity I've seen. Yeah. And it has to be hell. This is like the whoever could survive this. I don't know. Yeah, that's exactly the thing. It's like, first of all, he could have called you a a junior analyst. Yeah, or junior or, advisor. Uh, uh, yeah, junior advisor. Uh, um, there's 50 different things that this person could have called this applicant, but instead they called them mentee. Yeah. Which then, it just... I think he wants like a father son relationship. <laughs> Seems like he's, I think, he's asking for a son. Yeah, he wants to pat somebody on the head. Oh, I mean, I'll teach you how to uh, how to cut up an apple with a paring knife. Yeah, he wants to invite people over for picnics. Yeah, he he like wants to do the picnic thing. He wants like somebody that comes over to his house and wants to be friends with him and wants to hang out with him. I'm sure it's, of it. It's a long ass day and they're wrapping up and the guy's like going to going to the mentee's going to leave and he's like, hey Josh, let's throw a couple and he tosses him a baseball glove and they go to the park yeah, to throw yeah. a, to play catch. No, he doesn't do it that he they don't like go to the park. What they do is there's a pool table at the office. Oh yeah. He's like And he has like a little mini fridge with like IPAs in it. Yeah. He's like, hey buddy, come over here. Before you leave. Yeah. Sure you don't want to rack them? You can play some nine ball, maybe uh, <laughs> uh drink a fucking drink one of these fucking sweet beers I bought with my huge salary. <laughs> <laughs> So this is for someone that's people oriented, which I mean, that's what a good thing. Yeah, yeah, most jobs are. You have to be around people, adaptable and flexible, enjoys doing work that requires frequent shifts in direction. I love it. I love it when you just give me a pile of work and you're like, that, we're changing direction. That's a telltale <laughs> sign. It's extreme change in direction means frequent too. Yeah, that that is one of those things that's you're at the whim of another dude. That is small business tyrant language to the T. Extreme frequent changes in direction is, first of all, Coke. 
cocaine. It sounds like <laughs> cocaine. And we, what we know about financial advisors is they love cocaine. Yeah. But it also is just like a failing business that this guy's probably flailing. Yeah. You oh, know? Yeah. He's probably like, fuck, I need to get somebody in here that knows what he's talking about. Yeah. I'll be his mentor. You know, I, I own the business. I have all the licenses and certifications and stuff. I need to get in somebody in here that knows what they're doing so that it doesn't fucking go under. <laughs> Uh, detail-oriented, would rather focus on the details of work than the bigger picture. Okay. that I, That's another red flag yeah. right there. It's like, because, hey, don't fucking ask me what I'm doing over it, especially <laughs> in a financial. It is. Yeah. You're right. Like, I, are we going to go out of business next week? No, worry about the details of the day. Don't worry about the big picture here. Yeah, don't worry about where all this yeah, that is means coming from. Don't ask me any fucking questions. Yeah, because there's got to be some kind of embezzlement or some fucking wild shit going on in there where he's like, do not. Come to me asking where this money's go. Why this money's going into this account? <laughs> Otherwise, just, you're gonna go. You're gonna have to testify in court. <laughs> Who fucking? I told you to fill out this spreadsheet. You just fill this out. No more questions. Yeah, you don't know anything. It's best if we put offices on the other side of the room now, just to make sure we're okay. Maybe he thinks a mentee can't testify against a mentor. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that's my son, basically. <laughs> Um, achievement oriented enjoys taking on challenges, even if they might fail. Well, you're going to get in trouble for him too. Yeah. You're going to go to jail, my dude. Um, autonomous and independent enjoys working with little directions. <laughs> this is the mentee. Yeah. You, I, I'm here to be, I'm the mentee. Um, please leave me alone. <laughs> I just want to go over there and do detail oriented work on a whim that you tell me I have to do. Yeah. This guy really wants somebody that sits outside of his office. A dog. A puppy dog. <laughs> yeah. He wants to just tell him to do shit. He goes and does it. He's like, man, this is great. What do you want to bet this is like one guy sitting in a commercial <laughs> office space that he rented that he's lonely at work? You might be right there. His wife doesn't want to talk to him on the phone all day. He's like fucking ran out of people to text. <laughs> uh, innovative. Prefers working in unconventional ways or on tasks that require creativity. At a Starbucks, yeah. probably working at a cafe because there's no Wi-Fi at the office and there is no office. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, That's a bad job, dude. Don't take that job if you're out there. I mean, just don't take a mentee position unless it's like, it, it, it feels like that's something you don't advertise for either. You don't no. put one ad out for a mentee. That's like something that is like. A thing where it's like, uh, like, I always assumed that if I had a mentor, it would be a person that was like, hey, man, I really respect you and they really respect me. And then we we sort of agree that I'm going to they're going to be my mentor. My you know? No, my wife does it at her job. Yeah. And it's at people that are already at the job. Yeah. Like you don't hire somebody yeah. for that. You work with somebody and you say, hey, I think they got what it takes. To move to the next level. Yeah. I want to help you out or I want to be here to help you get your footing. This, this, I think you're right. I, I think uh, I skipped over some of this stuff, but, um, they claim that they'll pay for your license reimbursement and all that stuff. They basically want a warm body in here. Like yeah. he's willing to pay for all of this it's stuff. A friend. Yeah. He just wants a friend to come and sit at the office and he's a guy that 
you know, probably doesn't have friends. If that, oh, I got to see the pictures. A few of our dynamite dads sporting their Father's Day gifts from Gina. Thanks for helping to keep our dads safe and represent the home team at the same time. Oh, that's in Cincinnati. We could go visit these guys. So, yeah, they're doing all right. They got the very most generic conference room I've seen. It's pretty standard. Every place. I I just there's a place right by my house that opened up during lockdown that was like a is like a firm like this. I don't know exactly what they do. It's just a guy guys in suits and their meeting room is like right out onto the street like where I can see in uh-huh. when they're meeting. They probably did that like intentionally because they like the cars and driving by and people walking by and shit like that. And uh, I walk by there and see him in there. And every time I look over there and I see him sitting in that conference room, I just go, they're not doing anything. There's like just nothing happening in there right now. <laughs> it's uh, Black Bull Capital Partners is the name for those people that asked. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of it. Menti is the best. Why didn't he fucking pick one of those people sitting in a room with him? I know. In that picture, one of the dads. Hey, how about one of those dads be your mentee? I it, it, it reminds me of um it kind of reminds me when we were at the airport one time and uh there's two guys going to take a piss and they're all in like lanyards and stuff and this guy's like so what do you think about that meeting? I, I thought it was quite interesting the way that Roger brought up some of those new d- dynamics. And the guy next to him just goes, hmm, yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> and then they just are quiet. <laughs> and that's what I feel like a lot of, that's what a lot of work stuff is, is like pretending that you know the stuff that they're talking about or, yeah. or like just, or just not, not explaining further, just being like, Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's dialogue I would write. Like, if you were like, Brian, we need a sketch about businessmen. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, okay. I got this because I don't know any businessmen. Right. <laughs> All right. We got one more here. Yeah, if you want, we can save them. Yeah, let's save them. Uh, let's, uh, we, we did it. We did the show, man. You close us out. I will, I will stop the stream. Sounds- I know how to do that. Makes sense. Uh, <laughs> grindcore enthusiast said this meet that meeting was enlightening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was. Yeah. We have a lot of new things to think about. I mean, I'm just thinking so hard about work in my brain right now. Can't even respond. Uh, so thank you for listening to Street Fight Radio. Oh God, hold on, Brian. You want to see the? Do you want to see our mentor? Uh, yes. You More got to see our mentor. Uh, maybe we'll make his thing like the. The picture for the episode or something? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the guy. Um, Vanilla fudge guy. Just uh, spiky hair. 40-year-old guy. Gets real fucking red at the bar. He drinks like really... He probably drinks White Claws now. And he gets really red at the sports bar and starts yelling. And then like is like pissed off. That somebody played hip hop on the jukebox <laughs> instead of Creedence is what this guy is. Yeah. Or, or, or Bob Seeger, if you will. I gotta say, also, very suspect clothing choice on this. Like, uh, just a weird orange tie with like a weird greenish colored shirt. Um, 
I don't know. I he's guess he's got a look of a guy that gets fucking angry when he gets angry. You know, oh. like he's smiling in this picture. You know? Oh yeah, but he he's got the look of a guy that. I mean, loses his shit. Angry guy. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. He probably fucking has like a, a, a really nice house. Yeah. And he only He's... hangs out in the garage and like uh, uh, with the window, with the garage door open. Yep. And if anybody comes out there, he just yells at them. <laughs> He's also throwing a remote through the TV if the Reds lose. <laughs> Yes, awful human being. Uh, thank you for listening to Street Fight Radio. Um, we, <laughs> you, the, the chat is good tonight. Um, I got a burp. Thank you for calling Street Fight. Thank you for calling. Thank you for listening to Street Fight Radio. We'll, we will be back on Sunday for the call-in show. 9 p.m. to meet midnight Eastern Standard Time is the way to get us. I don't know why I can't talk right now. If you want more of what Street Fight Radio does, head over to patreon.com slash streetfightradio where you can support the show with your money. That helps us expand our operation and spread this mess across the U.S. Also gets you plenty of bonus content. Brian is wrapping up the Holy Boys premium audio season right now. Uh, he did that with Tom Sexton from the Trillbillies. I don't know what's next, but it'll be in two weeks. Well, we'll have some more. Uh, we will have some more premium audio on the way, but if you sign up right now, you get access to Teen Fight Radio, you get access to Shocktober, you get access to March Madness, and all of the other bonus audio that we have, including videos and zines. So, we have the most jam-packed Patreon that you can get, and uh, if you want to help us out, head over to patreon.com slash Radio. And if you want to submit anything to the zine, we are taking those submissions over at streetfightradio.com. I will see you on Sunday. Peace. Mastered economics, cause you took yourself from squalor. Slave. Mastered academics, cause your grace said you were scholar. Slave. Mastered Instagram, cause you can instigate a follow. Yeah. Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Yeah. Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters. Been it time, I'm on mine, I be minding mine Every time on my grind, I'm just trying to shine Make a dollar, government, they want a dozen dime The petty kind might kill you cause they see you shine I done had to have a talk with myself plenty times Am I a hypocrite cause I know I did plenty crime I get broke too many times, I might slang some pines You believe corporations running and your country in ran by a casino on a Sponsor all the racist And I told you once before that you should kill your master Now that's the line that's probably gonna get my ass up Master of these politics, you swear that you got options right? Master of opinion, cause you vote with the white collar right? The 13th amendment says that slavery's abolished Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters. Man, you better thug out. Get the bag and the bug out. Uh, try to run home, you might run your luck out. 
fuck adjust when your bass is loaded They'll roll a grenade in the dugout Earth folk, not a mellow bunch We got our thumbs in the air like hella bust Look at who we done blessed with our trust I don't think we'll be left for too much Hand on my heart, on my mind, on my drugs Gotta find a gut punch for your Atlas shrug Love or not love, it's just that dumb Lord, sweet Buddha, please make me numb Rain bounce off walls like a city in Roomba Just found out it's created stupid Lit by the super moon, I'm too lucid Plus got the the blood, I'm zooming Beep, beep, Richie, this is New York City The X on the map with a pain keep hitting Just us ducks here shitting We're murderous choco cops still earning a living Funny how some say money don't matter That's rich now, isn't it? Get it? Comedy? Try to sell packets, supposed to get food, get killed It's not an anomaly, hey, it's just Master money Master the economics, cause you took money. yourself from squalor right. Master academics, cause your grace say you a scholar right. Master in Instagram, cause you can instigate a follow yeah. Look at all these slave masters Yeah, yeah let us sink in. 2020, on the map. Wrong one, cut in my hourglass. Don't watch it spill to the bottom half. You see the piece now running fast. On a tarmac, get a starter jack. C4 when I run it back. Like a track star on a lap. Nah, like when it's deal cash. Clean look, poor pugilist. A few is a pruder flick. Two rude for you rudiments. Who convinced you you can move against the crew in this? Coming up through the fence. Offshore on a port of prince. Overture left his fingerprints on the hearts of the gate in the world. Threatening, but the breath of me is weaponry for you, it's just money. money, money, money.